I talk to strangers day or night. I talk to strangers in any kind of line. It makes sense to me to believe in the kindness and the trust I sitting here in La Sultana with Mo, who I met, what, last week? <laughs> and uh, and you come here, you're originally from Sudan? Yeah, from Sudan, yeah. And you, you grew up with those, with those sh- how do, what do you call this? The, the hookah, we call it hookah. Shisha. Shisha. So you grew up, like, helping your dad, you said, right? Like, Lighting the what do you call? Are they coals? Coals, yeah. yeah. They're like little coals. It's not like what we think of as coals. They're like little squares for people who have not done the shisha. Which part of the reason I walked in here that night is because I'd been to Turkey and actually mm-hmm. done it, you know. But we didn't know how, so then you were helping us, <laughs> which I still yeah. don't really know how to do it because yeah. they. There's this amazing way of just like letting it go in and then open, right? Which, uh, which I don't know. How do you do it? You just you have practice. Yeah, I just been smoking for long and yeah, I've been with it and smoking for long uh, many years. Yeah. Yeah, it's about relaxation. Yeah. Yeah. So what is it? Do you get a flavor? Is this a flavor that you get? Yeah, uh, it's a uh, it's a tobacco. Yeah. And flavored tobacco actually with honey and oh, sugar honey. and stuff like this. Oh right, so it's you sweet, were actually. you were saying that you added something because you're in the know that you you have because you have to continually put the coals. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I just like adding more foil. Yeah. Yeah. So I do the foil instead of one. I do the bowl. Ah. So it doesn't burn quick. I don't really feel it strong in my throat. Oh, yeah. So now you came to New York because you're an actor and a musician, yeah. right? And you are in you were in a play called The Jungle. The Jungle, yeah. Can you tell me a little bit about it? So The Jungle, it's a play about the refugee camp in France, in Calais. Uh-huh. So it's an official camp. And yeah, a refugee camp? Yeah, a refugee camp, yeah. And I've been to that camp, I said, for a couple of weeks, till I managed to get to the UK. And then after that, because I knew the writers, they yeah. were there, they actually they set up uh, a theater, like a dome, uh-huh. uh, called Good Chance Theater. Good Chance. Good Chance. Good Chance Theater. Yeah. And that was at the, at the jungle, refugee Yeah, camp. at the jungle, yeah. So mm-hmm. I used to go there and... Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a nice place to forget the life in the camp, to just live your moments, your life, and forget about all the all the bad and everything happening there. Yeah. And so yeah. you were playing music in, the, in, in that, the, in the, in the in that dog, yeah. So they were offering 
music class? I mean, was it workshops or you were actually yeah, it's, staging it's, yeah, it's, performances? It's, yeah, it's like workshops. Yeah, they've got a small stage. Everyone is welcome to perform, to uh -huh. do what they know, to do their, uh, to live their experiences, and show their talents, if I can say, yeah, and stuff like that. So, where you were, you so you were already a musician in Sudan. You played music. Yeah. So I went with my friend to that dome in Calais. Yeah. Yeah, and then I met the writers, the people from Good Can Theater there. And after that, I, with my friend, we asked for drum because they got some drums and guitars. Yeah. And so what you play, you can just pick up and start playing huh. and show yourself. And yeah, we asked for drums with my friend and they were really happy to provide that. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and you play the darbuka? Yeah. And they've got that for you? Yeah, they, they, ha they didn't have specific darbuka, but they had many kinds of drums and uh -huh. instruments and yeah they were have uh, they were having something called the talk show oh yeah 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 so yeah i participated i participated there and then yeah we got the drums and we just started playing music wow. with my friend like a lot like was it open all the time or it's, just certain yeah, hours yeah it's kind of all the time yeah so i, I don't go every day because you know i'm I, I, i'm there to to have a chance a good chance to right to cross your day yeah, yeah so yeah when i have free times when i don't want to go to try i just go to the dome and yeah. enjoy myself i meet many people from yeah you know, now, where, where were people from mostly? Mostly from Sudan or no? No, 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 everyone is welcome. Right. So volunteers from France, from UK, from Netherlands, from uh, But Sweden, the people who were in the from, camp were from where? The people who were in the camp from around the world. From refugees from around yeah, the from world? Yeah, from around the world. From Somalia, from Eritrea, from Afghanistan, from Pakistan, from Iran, from Syria, uh, Ethiopia, Sudan. Kuwait, Iraq. And I, many, I saw many, there were like 8,000 people, people in that camp? In that I mean, camp, it was a like, huge camp? Yeah, uh, like uh, 10,000. 10,000? Yeah, it's a huge, big camp. It's a city, actually. It's a city, a yeah. refugee city. And you were there for how long? A couple of weeks. Wow. And, and then the camp closed, right? And then, yeah, the camp are closed by the the French government. Oh, yeah? So where did yeah, everybody they, they, go? They destroyed the camp. Yeah, now people around France, actually, even when they, uh, when they just go to the camp or start building tents and creating the city again, the French police and the CRS, they destroy it straight away. Oh, they yeah. Don't, uh, they, uh, they don't want anything to be built again. Huh. Why it was too hard to manage? It just was. They don't want to provide it anymore. Yeah, yeah. Huh. So yeah, since 2016, they destroyed it actually. Wow. Yeah, I was there 2015. You were there in 2015. So then, then after that, so you got to the UK and then you hooked up with these writers. Yeah, because I was in touch with them uh, and they are my friends now. Uh huh. And that time also. So yeah, they contacted me and yeah, telling me about 
the workshop. So I did the workshop, R&D workshop for the play. The first one was 2016, May 2016, and then yeah, the second one, the third one, the fourth one I've done also. Yeah, we ended up doing the play and tour the play. We did it in London at the Young Vic Theatre 2017. Uh-huh for like uh, six weeks yeah I guess six weeks yeah and then yeah we did it for six months in the West End in London oh yeah in the Playhouse and then yeah we did New York here also for like ten weeks and then we did it for six weeks in San Francisco the current theater wow. and New York we did in Senan's warehouse uh-huh. in Brooklyn and yeah, we just closed it last week. In- I know, I'm sorry I missed it. Actually, I was with a friend today, a Polish friend who'd actually seen it. She said it was awesome. She you- saw it? Yeah. Ah. So now, did you write some of the music for it? Or you performed? Or- so I perform, I play, I am young refugees, 25 years old refugee uh-huh. from Sudan. I speak Arabic and musician actually that that uh, that that uh, my character is a musician also. So I play the drums. So the character I do is based on you? Uh-huh. Is mm. the character based on you? No, it's not on me, it's based so can I bring some drinks for you guys? Oh. Do you want a drink? Uh, uh, as usual, so I'll have sweet tea. Very sweet tea. Yeah, very sweet tea. <laughs> I love sugar. Can I just get some water right now? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so it's about the calm. Yeah. In journals, and it's set up in in uh, a restaurant, Afghan cafe restaurant. Oh yeah. Owned by uh, <coughs> by a refugee called Salah uh-huh. from Afghanistan. So of course there was a cafe there. People used to go there and discuss problems like community elders oh yeah yeah huh. so the uh because the, uh, there was a real cafe in the camp and yeah so the stage the set of the stage and of the play is a cafe so even the audience around the cafe sitting down the actors are performing around the audience huh. members Oh, wow. Yeah, so even if you are sitting in the cafe and watching the play, the actors are around you. Oh, next wow, I to you, love this, that. Yeah, they stand next to you and they perform. So you feel very much part of the action. Yeah, and the point of that is actually for, 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 uh, for my own opinion, I see it like many people in the camp they live for a couple of months couple of weeks maybe days some people for like a year so uh-huh. thank, you. thank you so it's like that so they live they uh, they live this experience yeah so for the audience member they live this experience which is hard experience honestly right. yeah to live to live and yeah it's like almost three hours playing. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like two hours and 45, 46. And uh, through it, you experience some of the difficulties. Sorry? Like, as the audience, you experience some of the difficulties or just 
yeah, yeah, you experience this, you live it, and you think about it. The, the, the theme of the play and uh -huh. the, the message of the, of the play we want to deliver. Yeah. So you can imagine how people live there and the experience all this yeah. and all what happening there. Well, that's what is interesting, you know, we were talking a few minutes ago just about the idea that as, you know, certainly as Americans, I mean, those of us who, who've been here a while, right? I mean, there are plenty of people who've come from other places in this country, which, you know, but, but for a lot of people here, we're very far from understanding those experiences. Yeah. And we were talking, you know, the idea of educating people so that they have a better... You know, a lot of people in my neighborhood have signs up that, like, you know, we accept you no matter where you're from, you know, because of the current politics, right? That we talk about, you know, people's, people are very accepting, sort of in theory, <laughs> but we, we haven't really experienced even, like, what France has, where we have these huge influx of refugees, you know, because we're further away and... You know, people come to this country and and there's a lot of question about how, you know, what we should do about it and our immigration policy. But a play like this is really important, right, to understand yeah. that people are really not free in their own countries to express their own opinions. And we take that a lot for granted here, I think. Yeah. And also, it's even if you, if, if you, if you are far from this experience, like, yeah, what, what is happening was in France, yeah. in Calais, in northern France. And you are here in America, so which is far, yeah, right. to, know, to know everything. Unless you follow the news and you follow everything, yeah. even on social media. Yeah. But honestly, the refugee crisis, not only in France or Europe in general, right. it's around all Europe, around the world, in yeah. Australia, in New Zealand. Yeah. In America here, in yeah. South American countries, it's everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So for people, they need to understand this. They need to know about it. Even they are far from from specific place, but even the problem, the problems are happening here as well. Yeah. In America. So yeah, it's good to do the play here to show it to American audience. American people. But what do you hope people will understand? I guess that's the question. Not having seen the play, unfortunately, and hopefully it's coming back to New York. So, but what is it that you really want people to walk away with understanding based on you having been through that experience? Yeah, so the first thing always I say is to think about humanity. I'm terrible at this season, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> yeah, to think about Slowly. humanity. Yeah. About humanity, to think how you can help. And how can we help? Yeah. It's the all important thing. 
think how you can help, what you have to help. Is it money? Is it? It's. Is it policies? Is it? It's. Could, uh, yeah, it could be. Uh, uh, yeah, policies, but also money. You can donate something. If you can, even for example, with your with what you do, yeah. your experience in drumming, in leading workshops. Also, this could help. Well, that's the thing that I really want to do, and that's why, like, meeting people like you who drum, who have these skills, who, you know, my my idea is to sort of take some of these like drum workshops for me, like a drum circle. It's like I've collected instruments from all over, and I continue to want to do that, and and I feel like. In this country, our culture, our base sort of American culture, has gotten so far away from, you know, like communally, uh, communal cultural gatherings, right? And I feel like, in part, what I've been doing, like with this men's shelter, where I got them sort of to play these instruments together and to sort of. You know, the idea of getting in tune, which is my workshop, is is really being attentive to one another, right, with the music, because you know, as a musician, the sort of the metaphor of a band of, of people playing music together is that you have to listen to each other. Yeah. You have to like wait for one person, or you have to you have to come together for it to sound good right and there's a lot of like skills that are involved in being able to to play along with somebody else I think that's a huge metaphor like playing along yeah even this could help like uh, in the uh, what you do the drumming circle or the workshop yeah. Uh, even whatever you call it, it's about being together, listening yeah. to each other, as you said, and sharing our maybe uh, cultures, our music, our yeah. opinions with the music. Yeah. And that. Well, that's what I think. I mean, one of the problems that I see happening is that people don't get outside of their own understanding. You know, so we don't really. You know, part of with music or, or dancing or acting or things that are these creative pursuits, it's sort of, I think it can be a lot safer to play music together, let's say, than to have a political conversation, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I just found myself recently getting into an argument with somebody, even... Even if I, I could have agreed with him, you know, I could sit in my neighborhood in Park Slope and, and go to dinner with other people in Park Slope, and I can agree that, you know, our president isn't always doing the right thing, and I could agree that this and that, and we could just agree. But part of it is that I, ha- I feel sometimes that I have to take a viewpoint of someone who's not currently in the room who may feel differently. Right? Yeah. Because I think it's important to understand that there are different different religions, different cultures, different like cultural understanding that leads people to feel something different, right? Mm-hmm. And and as you you know, well know, 
intolerance is dangerous, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because governments that are intolerant of ideas and people who are intolerant of other people's ideas that are not in agreement creates a lot of problems, right? I mean, the hatred, what, what was that shirt you were wearing the other day? Sorry? The love shirt you have that you were wearing? Uh, I choose love, yeah. Choose love. Yeah, love shirt, yeah. <laughs> love shirt, yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. Choose love. Choose love shirt, yeah. And where did you get that shirt? So, I bought this, so it's to support refugees, uh-huh. actually. It's uh, from Help Refugees, I choose love. And yeah, is that an organization? Uh, Help Refugees is an organization. Help Refugees. Uh, Help Refugees. Uh-huh. It's uh, now it, now, now it's uh, like big organization. Yeah. So yeah, and we work with them, kind of working with them. So for me, I love choosing love. Yeah. All the time. And, uh, and, and what does that honestly, mean to you? I mean, it mean, uh, honestly, it means a lot. First of all, is to support help refugees. Yeah, I love the I love the T-shirt. Yeah, and what written in it like choose love. We need to choose the love. Yeah, to live in peace together. Yeah, if we don't really love each other, we won't be able to live together and look after each other. And or and this, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's it's an important message, even to to just wear it and walk on the street, right, right. And everyone can see, choose love, right. They can think about, it. yeah. They can think about choosing love. They can think about the advantages that yeah. we get when we choose love. Yeah. When we love each other. Yeah. So but that's I a scary concept. That's a scary concept for people, I think. I mean, when you talk about love, it just it means so such different things to different people. And you know, people say like, "Oh, do you love do you love that person?" It's like it it, it almost feels sometimes in you know, you think about I guess there are all different kinds of love, right? But 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 I think people are afraid, I mean, partly why I started this podcast is this idea of talking to strangers, right? And, 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 and meeting someone for the first time who you don't know at all, but you can very quickly learn about their experience and, and care about them, right? And, and there's something about that, like choosing to love that person and understand their experience instead of just... Like, I don't know, just because someone has a different experience than you, not being afraid of them or intimidated or, you know, because I feel like, you know, even when you talk about things with people that are difficult sometimes, and I'm sure you experience this with the play, like, people have a hard time kind of taking that in because they don't, in some ways, it scares them. Right? Yeah. Like somebody else's, like things, things that are terrible that have happened, even though the news is full of it, it really, it's, it scares people. And so then, I don't know, then sometimes people get closer into their own experience versus 
trying to be understanding because their their fear makes them afraid of other people or afraid of strangers. You know? That's what I'm afraid of sometimes when I think of people kind of shutting down because, you know, as much as we might talk sort of very generally about caring about refugees or when it really push comes to shove people get very protective of their own safety you know so I feel like it's important to try to get people to to talk to other people who've had different experiences you know but if, if, if you don't really communicate and talk with people you don't know You need to get on with it and start your conversation. You, you just speak and then you will realize how kind they are. Yeah. 